You are listening to a Bravo Cast Network production. This episode is brought to you by the JCL Group. From disposal, aggregates, concrete pumping, and now shotcrete, the ultimate one-stop trucking of construction. The JCL Group. For more information, please call 416-674-6858 or visit them online at jclgroup.ca. Random Talk Garage. Episode 3. Putting the C in Etobicoke, Construction, and Vaccines. Hold on a sec, Joe. Are you you recording? Yes. Yes, we are. Oh, okay. Making sure. Joe's <laughs> <laughs> very professional. Just double yeah. check with tech. Uh, I wanted back, to. Boys. Uh, I wanted to welcome everybody back on the show. Chris, yes. Joe, myself, Dan. We're all here. We've got a special guest in tonight. Um, live from uh, live from Vaughn, uh, Claudio. Actually, I live in Etobicoke now. Are you in Etobicoke? Yeah. Oh, closer to work. Closer to work, right in front of the <laughs> In front of where? The lake. Oh, oh you're nice. down near the water. Uh, lake. No. Very nice. Whereabouts? <laughs> uh, park lawn and lakeshore area. Oh, very nice. nice. My uncle's got a lawn right off of lakeshore. Yeah. 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 I, here in May, um, I was living in Vaughn, Kleinberg, for uh, 20 years. So it was a big change. Awesome. Yeah. yeah. So if you're not familiar with Claudio, he's uh, the infamous Instagram uh, owner of the JCL group handle. And nice. uh, he provides thousands of people daily with comedic content and, uh, and satire that keeps everybody distracted from their regular jobs. Yeah. Just it's a great service. <laughs> Claudio is Instagram royalty. <laughs> I put my pants on one leg at a time like everybody else <laughs> that's the way I look at it hey I'm special I jump in I can see that <laughs> <laughs> that's why they all have rips I usually yeah. miss the hole <laughs> so appreciate you joining us Claudio oh. I, I guess uh, to limit the questions that we're going to have for you I just wanted to get started with uh, with why Instagram and, and, and where do you see the, the real purpose there in, in using a social platform like that to, uh, to be your, um, how do you want to call it, your, uh, your method of comedy? Well, here's the way it worked. 
originally when I was uh, put on Instagram, my uh, daughter, Claudia, is very savvy in all these apps. I've never had Facebook. I've never, I don't have any other apps. And she told me to go on it. And I was started off doing a lot of business stuff on it. But you know what? It's uh, how exciting can it be looking at trucks all day? You know what I mean? I mean, <laughs> so then, you know, right. So um, I started uh, throwing in a few jokes once in a while and, uh, you know, getting your personality out there, too. And then uh, what really helped, I would say, is when they started doing the stories, not just the tiles. I don't know how the the post. Right. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Or he's which were quick. And, um, so that's where I started. Um, you know, uh, then, uh, you know, you start getting, um, people telling you, uh, Oh, you know, you, you know, you made my day, you made me smile. You know, it was, it was something nice. You know, I was really surprised. And uh, there's some days I'm really tired where I just don't want to do it. And then I get that a call or the, you know, get a text from somebody like Claudio, we're waiting for your stories, you know? And, <laughs> Can't say no. I I cave into peer pressure like I did in high school. (laughs) (laughs) Well, the thing is, uh, some days I'm actually worried that I'm going to run out of material, right? But what helps, too, is um, it's, you know, it's because it's not all jokes, right? So I throw in the post, uh, my post, my polls. And there's always something going on, like uh, the Leaf game last night, right? Opening night. You could just that. Uh, a big movie coming out or, you know, or like a new couple that's going out, you know, right? So it, it's, it's it's just, you know, it's just fun stuff. That's all. No, it's good yeah. stuff. Stuff that kind of takes your mind away from it, uh, the monotony of everyday life, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah, definitely. Perfect. So the only thing missing is uh, is drinking and uh, and posting stories at the same time. So do you find yourself putting any content up on the uh, on what I, I call the five to nine? No, no, I've never never done it drunk uh, because uh, um, I, you know some of my posts are kind of racy at times. So you know I I don't want to cross that line. I, oh, you, so you don't need the added fuel is what you're saying. Oh, no, 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 no. Like I said, uh, anything will set me off. Okay. Having the three Coca-Cola zeros in a row will get me rolled. <laughs> so See, when how, I, did, how did you get, um, you, you said that you're uh, the family business, right? So you getting started in, in construction has been something that it's been around your family for a long time? Since I was born, basically. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, we've opened up different divisions through the years, but technically we've been around since 1976. I was born in 71, uh, and my sister, who's also my partner in the JCL, um, is was born in um, 74, and my brother was 67, right? So mm-hmm. basically, we, we basically grew up in this business. Oh, that's cool. That's amazing. It's usually like you hear like people are like, yeah, my, my dad started this and then, you know, I was, it was already where it is and I just took over, but you were there from, from scratch. Yeah. And my dad passed away 21 years ago and, um, you know, it was a tough time, but we, you know, we all had to step up. My mom was still around mm-hmm. and 
obviously her company, right? It's her brand, her name. But you know, did, you know, they gave us uh, um, uh, they gave us a chance to make money, you know, f- uh, and carry on th- their legacy, right? Exactly. Mm-hmm. That's amazing. You know, we we're still partners after all these years, and <laughs> which is like, rare. It's very rare, yeah. Very rare. That's a big rule I always hear is you don't do business with friends or family. Yes. And even though I'm doing it with my family, I still recommend don't do it with family. Okay. (laughs) (laughs) No, but you know what it is? It's, it's, it's a very difficult thing because, um, you take away the, the business part. Um, I don't think me, my brother and my sister would probably ever get in fights, you know? Yeah. It's really, Yeah. Oh, that's yeah. crazy. Yeah. Do you guys have like an unwritten rule that like family events are strictly like businesses off limits or? Um, in terms of company finance or? No, like I'm, in terms of like Thanksgiving just passed. When you yeah. guys are all together for Thanksgiving is business talk is completely off the table. Doesn't uh, happen at all. I always say that we're not going to talk about it. And, and then in about takes about maybe six minutes into it. Someone's talking about it and then you know and then you throw a little panettone around you know yeah <laughs> you know but it's and then my mom always gives you know my mom uh she's 75 now you know she just gives us that look like it's enough you know i'm, you know? I'm aware of that look i get it often from my mother <laughs> yeah we just start uh, i don't know we make up uh some uh, random talk about oh what's on netflix or something <laughs> yeah. yeah something to distract and Definitely. reset yeah so that Amazing. actually leads me to my next question i wanted to know what you're watching right now on netflix Give me um, your, are you watching a movie or are you watching a series on crave tv that i liked was called um oh my god um and I, oh, the white lotus i loved it okay never heard series. that one um, Netflix. I've been bouncing around. I, I watch a lot of the documentaries. Okay. Yeah, um, I like those too. Yeah, I love. I just like the documentaries the most. Um, you know, occasionally there's a good movie, but um, I think the quality of movies uh, in the writing and it's just maybe it's uh, oversaturated. It's just there's not there's not much uniqueness out there. That's what I find on some channels. Or- yeah, the, the last documentary, I guess, or docuseries I was watching is the, um, uh, what was it called there? Inspiration 4. The, uh, the, the, civilian, um, the civilian crew that was going up to space with oh, uh, oh. SpaceX. Okay. I recommend okay. that one. It's really, really oh, great. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah in-depth uh background info on how they chose these four civilians as the first only civilian trip to space and literally like because it's called inspiration it, it gives you that level of like there's a there's other purpose there's you know greater reason for people to be living and and giving back and uh you know some of the choices that they made for in terms of people you can see that these are people that are getting rewarded uh with this trip to space you know it's a once in a lifetime opportunity so it's really, really, uh, really good movie, or sorry, uh, docu series, and uh, I highly recommend it. So I'm not sure if you guys are planning on and heading up to space or getting lost, but you know, it, it really. <laughs> no, I, I go I, into space once a month. 
Joe looks like he can do it, but uh, yeah, I'm I'm waiting for that Mars trip to come my way. Yeah, I I see you living in Mars. I'm not. I would do it. I would do it. Joe Joe would look good in tinfoil. Don't be afraid know. about the age gap because <laughs> uh, Shatner just went up, so yeah. he's uh, he's That's ninety. Right. There's there there's hope. There's hope. There Captain is. Kirk. There's hope. Just don't be one of those like. Uh, social media meme whores that end up you know turning into i i think i i couldn't look online without seeing somebody saying be me up scotty about this it just turned me off and i was really disinterested in hearing any story about shatner yeah so just be careful when you get that trip to go to mars joe that you don't become a <laughs> careful what you wish for a podcast meme. <laughs> yeah, you won't be uh, recognized for going into space. It you just turn right into a meme. Ace talk, you know. Never know. Yeah, yeah you know. That's you know. You, you could be the first show on Mars. <gasps> I'm surprised. Ooh, that would be wicked. What was that, Claudio? Claudio? You surprised? Oh, what? Hogan hasn't done that yet. You know, he's everywhere. Oh yeah. You know. <clears throat> Does he believe in yeah. space? Um, I think he believes in space. I mean, <laughs> I, I, I wouldn't say he's, he's a, is he right or left wing? I, I think he's more in the middle. Oh, am I wrong? I think Maybe? he's his, I think, no, I, I think you're right. I think, I think he just follows his own track. Yeah. He makes his own decisions. He doesn't care if it's a left or a right decision. It's just his decision. Who's Wait. this? Joe Rogan? Yeah. Yeah. Joe Joe Rogan's a guy who's just going to do whatever is going to sound like fun for him. And that's yeah. it. If he fucks up, he freely admits it. If he doesn't, he says, fuck it, let's do it again, and you try it this time. That's what I get from him. So they should relocate his, uh, what, what do they call it, that little uh, podcast studio room that he's got that looks like a bunker, and just throw it yeah. up on uh, on the International Space Station and see if he works it no. out. Didn't he just re-redesign his uh, studio? He yeah, got rid of it. He's in a new studio. It doesn't look like a bunker anymore. Again, yeah, I was going to say. It looks like his old studio. <laughs> yeah, he brought it back a bit more to the old studio. Yeah. It looks nice, actually. This one looks really nice. Yeah. Messing around with your studio every week, adding stuff and taking away stuff? or No. No? You guys with, just... with the garage? Yeah. Yeah, oh, you I'm know, changing always... shit all the time. Yeah, yeah, all the no, time. No, I because mean, you know something catches your eye, and you might say, "I'll put that in the background," or you know, maybe uh, you know, some silly doll, or you know. <laughs> I'd love to change it even more. How did you know that Joe had the uh, blow up dolls? Uh, he was no. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> we, we didn't, it was a little bit awkward, but you know, he did date that doll for a while. So, you know, we, uh, how it was. <laughs> wasn't, wasn't that a movie? Uh, what was it? Lars and the real girl or something where the guy's going out with, uh, the, the doll. They changed it the last minute. Uh. Yeah. And they got, um, Ryan Gosling to play Joe Babakwa, which is great. <laughs> Yeah, you know, I mean, the casting was just perfect. Wow. Yeah, he, and, you know, when I watched it, it reminded me of someone I knew. <clears throat> it really, oh boy. They say ex exes are always full of hot air, right? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> so, uh, Claudio, I wanted to ask you another question in terms of uh, of 
what your preferences might be. Uh, but now that you moved down towards the lake, I think you kind of answered it and, and where you would like to be living if you had a choice, right? I didn't well, know you had just moved. So, uh, how, how fond of you are, are, how fond of you, sorry, how fond are you of the city versus the country? I, well, like I said, so I lived in Vaughan for 20 years, but eventually, uh, originally, I grew up in North York for 22 years. Um, originally, North York was my most uh, favorite um, destination to live. And uh, you know what? I, I'm thinking about possibly making a move back in the North End, maybe possibly King City, maybe. Yeah, I just, it, you know, I just, I move in here, I'm in a condo the first year and uh, missing uh, my kids are missing their pool and you know the the little extras the the, the nice backyard and all that so um, yeah I, I mean who knows maybe I'll even move back to Kleinberg or I might change my mind I just uh, I there's something nice about living outside of Toronto too yeah I was just thinking yeah. with all the projects that you guys are probably uh, intertwined and involved in um, you must have, you know, some inside knowledge on, you know, some hot properties or, or new developments that are coming down. So be, are there any tips that you can give people that are in the GTA that, you know, what might be up and coming hotspots? Yeah. Like me, um, I, I be honest with you. What I see a lot of people are doing now is the hottest thing they're doing now is buying sort of, um, not, not a tear down or se- like, a, like a semi tear down and then building from there that is the hottest thing and uh and and it's and it's bringing back a lot of money for the value of the home you know a lot of people are doing that it's uh, more because like to say what's a hot spot in toronto everything's hot you know i mean it's gotten to the point where you know like milton all built up uh georgetown um uh you know uh, then you got the other pockets in Toronto that you can hardly touch, you know. So, um, you know, remember there was a time when Barrie was very far. Barrie's very close to the city now, and it's yeah. one of the expensive cities, you know. Yeah. Pickering, you know, it depending how far you want to travel, right? But uh, the hottest thing right now is people seeing something that. If you could pick up a piece of property at it in now say a decent price, I mean the prices are all high, but you can turn it into sort of your dream home, and you'll probably double your value or something like that. You know. So what would you recommend then to uh, someone that let's say was not family that you would just be like giving free advice to? Uh, um, because I'm sure you'd be giving a family member different well, kind of my- advice, right? Since my daughter just moved down to Liberty Village, she bought a loft down there. Um, you know what? For the younger people, I'd be honest with you, um, they got the short end of the stick here. I'll tell you why. When we bought homes in the 90s, right, Joe? Yeah. Um, you guys are younger than us. I mean, we get first home in 1994 in Woodbridge, which was, uh, it was about 3,000 square foot home. And it was two hundred and seventy-five thousand dollars. I remember that yeah. house exactly, right? You know, I actually I had two of my kids there, and um, 
with the prices, I mean, even uh, that's why a lot of I find that a lot of the kids today are living at home longer than we did. Right. right? Um, if you want to go down the condo route, right, um, maybe for a little while and do that. But I mean, to, to plop yourself with a big mortgage, you know, unless your family's helping you out, it could get pretty scary. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, yeah. It's, it's very scary. Speaking is. from experience, it's well, very scary. Exactly. It's very scary. So I would maybe say go the condo route. And we're talking not a lot of square footage either, you know, yeah. maybe 600 square feet, you know, and it's fine if you don't have kids, right? But no, well, no kids that I know of. So yeah, if they keep knocking on your door, you're going to need more square footage, Chris, right? <laughs> if they come knocking on my door, I'm going to have to find a new place to live because my parents will not be happy. I'll tell you that much. Can <laughs> do uh, something in the basement for you? This is my basement right now. It's a fucking war zone. So, That's so you edge already. You've you've yeah. overstepped your welcome already. <laughs> yeah. Right? Wow. Well, yeah. yeah. I think you no. could fit a crib in there somewhere. Dan, I think oh. next show you should have uh, Chris's family speaking about yeah. Chris. You know. Yeah. Find the real dirt. <laughs> you know, they hey, man. My dirt's all out in the open. You want you want to know something? Just ask. I got no problem airing out my dirty laundry, man. That's good. Just now, bring a nose plug. It might smell. Are you um Are you dating anybody? Yeah, yeah. I've had a girlfriend for the past uh, three years. Three years. Now, um, how old are you? Twenty nine. Okay, twenty nine. Okay, so my daughter's twenty seven. So our kids are almost alike. Now, um, would you find that you get pressured? From your girlfriend that you're at home and no no she I, she lives i mean she lives at home too uh and that right and i mean the the pressure is something that's kind of put on myself because i i have friends that are my age or a year older or younger even a couple years younger that are you know th they've moved out of their house or they have their own house and some of them are even married and have a kid already Right. And they're like 27 years old and I'm sitting at home 29 years old. I'm like, cool. I can't yeah. buy anything. Well, you know what? I don't think there's a time. Uh, you know, there's there's a time chart that you have to follow because everybody's. No, of course. Uh, guys like me, Joe, my brother and friends that we grew up with. We uh, we were in the generation. If you didn't get married by 25. It was something physical wrong with you. Well, that's, that's, yeah. that's right. my parents as well. Yes. So right. I agree with you. Like my daughter's 27 and she's uh, still single and she has her own business and she's loving it, you know? And, mm -hmm. uh, I mean, I, you know, occasionally I've sat back and said, when my kids said, but why did you guys get married so young? And I'm thinking, I don't know. I didn't really think it out. <laughs> that was the way you did it. <laughs> it you just know? happened. Yeah, it just <laughs> happened. I mean, not not complaining about it. Because, like, you know, I'm 50 years old and my kids are, like, 27, 24, and 21. And I mm -hmm. still with them. So that's one of my favorite things that um, I have the energy to go hiking with them or, you know, going to the, you know, a hot restaurant or the shows and, 
you know that's why i mean everybody's path is different you know it's um of course there's no book you know about uh, no 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 uh, i think that's one thing everyone that's been listening to our show has really learned that there's there's us three uh hosts here that can you know, in everything that we talk about, we're coming from different paths of life, different age groups and yeah. different experiences. Right. I mean, yeah. uh, for myself, I, I always show is, is you're not, uh, stuck in a time warp. Like, let's say we had me and Joe will be talking about 1980 Def Leppard music, <clears throat> you know, How or, our, you know, our knees uh, hurt yeah. all the time. <laughs> right. So now what's good. So this, um, it's a, it's a, it's a nice mixture, you know. Yeah, I mean, I get yeah. I'm I'm 37, but I get told the whole uh, 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 old soul story all the time, right? So I, I'm always feeling like I'm going on 50 with my bad knees and and you know <laughs> different different lifestyle choices. Are, but, are you problems with your knees? Oh, it hasn't stopped since I was 16. I, I tore my meniscus when I was 16, so it's been one of these things that I just feel like. The older I get, the more I feel it, right? Dan's, but an, a, Dan's an athlete, that's why. Was, yeah. Was. was. Uh, you're always an athlete. That's true. Just I, try not, to, I try to maintain just, it. Do you still you're just play? Not, not where you were. Uh, beer leagues or? With, with the whole pandemic, I haven't really uh, gotten myself back into it. I've been a little bit hesitant on policies, rules, and just sensitivity of being around people that you don't really know what their background is or... Yeah. where they've been and uh, you know i've been just a little hesitant on it but i was at the hockey game last night live in person and when i walked in like one of the first things i said to my wife i turned to her and i said i can i smell this ice and i'm getting the bug to play like yeah. i want to i want to suit up and get on yeah. you know well and that's normal life again right yeah like, when i was at the game it was if for the first 10 minutes uh looking around it, it felt very strange yeah you know, after I just settled in, but it was a little strange, you know, the first 10 minutes. Yeah, it's very surreal feeling, you know, going in and, you know, obviously going through three different checkpoints just to get into the building was a little bit different. Oh, yeah. but oh, how, that, that's crazy. How was that? Well, um, I mean, for people that are not aware, it was where I'm talking about the Maple Leaf game and the NHL arena at Scotiabank in Toronto. Um, you know, they have the vaccination policy where you need to be, uh, double dosed in order to get in and show your proof of vaccination, uh, you know, and that checkpoint really, the, that was the first one you have to, in order to get through with your ticket, you, so you have to show your vaccination evidence up front. A bit of a backup. I, I saw like yeah. some, but you know what? They, they did a good job. Honestly, they did a good job. Yeah. They, they did went, the best that they could. Yeah. And, uh, you know, it was, it was just, you know, business as usual after, you know, yeah, I, you know, they could have done better because I've gone to other events where there's thousands of people getting in. And the only thing I can say is that this is the timed event. It has to start. So everybody's rushing in at the same time. It's a little yeah. bit more complicated yeah. than other events where, you know, it's open all day long, you know, if it's a fair or like, an out, you know, even like, uh, something like an amusement park. You know, it's different when everybody shows up. Can, exactly, everyone's showing up at the same time. So that that created a bit of a uh, a stress point or a bottleneck. You know, and it, it was interesting to see a lot of people getting turned away. You know, they they're either coming in with like a photoshopped uh, I document. Really, mm -hmm. that's yeah, not a that. surprise. A little bit. So you know what? I wouldn't have noticed. 
Yeah, no, no. I thought I thought a bit. I, there was a couple people that were in front of me, and all of a sudden, when I was I got through that checkpoint and I was going ready to show my ticket to get through to the next checkpoint, I see people that were in front of me now standing on the outside arguing wow. with security. Wow, I didn't wow. see that. Yeah. You know what? I'm really I, I'm not surprised <laughs> that people would pull something no. like that off. I mean, okay, I, I assume we're all vaxxed here, right? I mean, uh, I am. Yeah. 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 Right. I, uh, I'm not an anti-vaxxer and I'm not a, a vaxxer pusher either. Right. I've always claimed that. Um, just that uh, I, you know what? I, I, I don't know what everybody is so scared of with the vaccine. And now I'm wondering now is, are people just holding out because the, um, they want to show uh, unity or are they doing it because they're actually scared of the vaccine? That's where I've lost translation a bit. I, I don't know. Mm -hmm. I think it's both. I think it's both of those. Yeah. It's also, I think for some people too, it's, it's the, um, it's kind of the way they were raised in a sense and their beliefs, um, you know, whether religiously or traditionally, Right. You're going to have some people who might have grown up in a time where the government, you know, pulled a few sneaky ones on their people. So mm -hmm. they're going to be afraid mm -hmm. of getting jabbed with something. And then you're going to have some people who, uh, for religious reasons, don't believe in uh, a vaccine or something. So they're not going to have it. Me, myself, I got it because it meant that I can continue to live a semi-normal life in this time. And it opens doors for me, metaphorically and literally. Mm -hmm. um, I'm on the same page as you, Chris. That's the, the only reason I did it. And, um, I, you know, like I said, I don't want to come on here and start saying, you know, everybody should get vaxxed. I'll tell you the, the reason I can't. Yeah, I, I would never say something like that is, you know, maybe some people with their health maybe are not mm -hmm. acceptable as we are. Exactly. Right. So, you know, I'm not a doctor. I know a lot of people now are all doctors. We got a lot of doctors. Yeah. A lot of doctors. Out I there. found it's mine like, on Twitter. Yes. Yeah. 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 You know, <laughs> the best and, ones uh, are on Facebook. Best ones are on Facebook. Yeah, those are, and Fox. Top shelf doctors, Joe. Yeah. Top shelf. Fo right. Fox has yeah. some really good doctors, too. Which one? Fox News has some really good doctors, too. Oh, oh no. Uh, well, I have Fox News on for Joe. It's just in case you want to see some news, um, you know, it's there. Uh, <laughs> it's good theater. It's good theater, that's for sure. Sorry? <laughs> it's good theater. <laughs> uh, actually, Joe, did you see the, um, the interview uh, with Joe Rogan and uh, the top chief medical guy of CNN? I forgot his name. Uh, Dr. Gupta, yeah. Yeah, oh, yeah, that just got released, didn't on, it? Uh, Joe, take a look at it, where Joe Rogan calls him out on some of the stuff, and the guy did not deny that CNN made some mistakes and lies. You know, I listen, yeah. like I said, both sides lie, I get it. But oh, yeah, it was just, uh, on CNN, he was a lot more confident than he was on the Joe Rogan show. So... You know, yeah, because he didn't have someone giving him a script of what to say, when yeah. to say it. Yeah, and and I don't think and I, when Joe Rogan went in on him, he didn't back off because he tried to deflect some of it, right? And yeah. 
You know, I'm not saying the chief medical guy is a bad person. I'm sure he's a great person, but you know, he kind of looked kind of, he kind of looked uh, a little wobbly. It looked like a, if it was a boxing fight, you know, he'd get a an eight count, you know, it was mainly because about um, Joe used some kind um, formula that a doctor prescribed to him. Um, I, I don't know the name. That's why I don't want to say the wrong thing. And it, it cured of him of the COVID, right? And um, so when he told the guy, he goes, well, if a doctor did prescribe it to you, um, so, you know, it's pretty legit, right? And so Joe Rogan said to him, then why aren't you guys also pushing this too? Not saying stop the the, uh, the vaccine, but there is other alternatives too. Well, okay. that's the thing, right? You're right. And because uh, I read, um, not I read, but I, I listened to Joe Rogan when he did another episode with someone else. And then I listened to an episode with, um, what's his face? Dr. Drew Pinsky. Mm-hmm. Um, who actually said the the regime that Joe Rogan put himself on is something that Drew Pinsky would actually recommend to someone. He gave it the okay because, I mean, Joe Rogan literally threw everything and anything he could at it. He did uh, IVs on on himself. He had uh, ivermectin, which is linked to being like a horse dewormer. Yes, that's uh, The vets use it. Yeah. Um, mono glisso something or others that he used. I don't know the guy. Basically, if he found something with a long name with three syllables, he put it in him. Basically, and, and it and worked. Where we're losing the message a bit. Like no one's saying um, to not get the virus. I mean, to not take the the vaccine, right? But don't deny that not that it also will help. You know what I'm saying? And it's kind of confusing the people. I think, I think all this virus talk has gotten Joe um, uh, sexually aroused. Thank you. The only thing I can add to your previous conversation that I wanted to kind of circle back to was just, you know, I'm wondering if uh, the future is going to be, um, uh, then let's say 29 and under class of uh, of youth that are looking for a place to live are going to start using uh, vaccination. Uh, and population rates uh, to determine where they should be living next. I'm telling you right now, I'm moving up north. I'm going like Georgina Keswick area. I'm doing it right well, now. Well, but why are you limiting yourself to this country? Why would why wouldn't you decide on on another place? I mean, well, I mean, let's be honest internet, with you. Internet I'm, has made this a small world. I mean, I don't think you need I, to live in this country to, to have the same level or quality of life that you've I got. Mean, I like. I like my job, so that's a good point. And I got pretty much all my family here, so I'd rather stay closer to them. But speaking about that, I did almost nearly decide that I wanted to move to New Brunswick when I went to go visit my buddy. Mm. So I would have done that hands down, no problem. Yeah. I fit in. New Brunswick? Oh, New Brunswick was amazing. It's cottage time. It's 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 cottage it's cottage living. I wouldn't go to Vancouver. Not at all. Too expensive. Too it expensive. Is. It is. So, Claudio, I want to thank you for joining us today. Yeah, uh, really appreciate the time and the uh, the insight onto your Instagram knowledge and uh, and also the little tips on real estate that you gave. I hope there's someone out there that's going to find it useful to determine where they uh, <laughs> where they look at next to start 
putting deposits down and, and, and maybe getting a house on layaway. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> or some are just going to say, you know, I'm just going to stay with my parents just a little longer. And know what, guys? Even if they do, don't feel bad. You know what? Do it on the right time. That's it. You know? That's... Uh, hey, I'm, you, you don't rush a mistake. That's I just it. might... I just might buy a condo and rent that out and stick with my parents for a couple more years. And then yeah, once I get hitched, move into the condo or sell it and use that equity to buy a house. Always move into Joe's garage. I mean, I'm just throwing ideas. Uh, my garage is bigger. <laughs> I'll move into his garage. <laughs> Joe will move into yeah. garage. <laughs> Me and Joe could comfortably live in my garage. Sounds good. Okay. I have to run anyways. Um, thank you so much. Thank you, Claudio. Hey, thank guys, you, Claudio. And you the great work you guys are doing. Thanks, Thanks Claudio. Thank Feel free to drop in the garage anytime. Thank you. Whenever, man. I'll see you in the garage. Yes, we'll see you in the garage. Ciao. 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 This episode... Is brought to you by the JCL Group. From disposal, aggregates, concrete pumping, and now shotcrete, the ultimate one-stop trucking of construction. The JCL Group. For more information, please call 416-674-6858 or visit them online at jclgroup.ca. Random Talk Garage. A Bravo Cast Network production. Hosted, directed, and produced by Dan, Chris, and Joe. <laughs> it's this. <laughs>